So is everybody here? Okay. All right. Tonight we're going to be talking about the Holy Spirit. That's my favorite subject because this is like foundational stuff tonight. So welcome to Kingdom Boot Camp. We're going to pray for each other. We're going to get activated. We're going to be transformed. We're going to leave here like the army of God should be. Nobody's going to be safe from you. So, um, so part of the foundation that I want to lay, and, and Pastor Jeff hit on that, this is a safe zone. We are going to stretch our wings. We're going to risk it all. Um, I think it was um, Mike who had the free fall people going off the cliff over the service last weekend. That's what we're doing. We're, we're running and we're taking a flying leap off the cliff. And we're going to see where God takes us. Because that's like flying with the Holy Spirit. Um, but we're going to risk it. And you know what? You might be wrong once or twice, and you might make a mistake, and you know what? That's okay. If you're risking it, it's a success, because that's faith, and that's what pleases God, and that's why we're here, to take our faith and build it. Every, every, every night that we meet uh, for our boot camp, we will start off with testimonies. Because in the testimony, that's powerful, that builds our faith muscles. And the testimony, if you take the word testimony and you, and you go back to the Jewish roots of all that, it means God, do it again. So if you, he, if you hear a wonderful testimony, hey, take that sucker, run with it. Go, go with it. Your healing, your deliverance, um, your, your passion set on fire. Because this is not just a Wednesday night class. This is a new lifestyle. We're talking kingdom. It's like, wake up, church. We're ready to go for it. Um, we want to take what's in here and release it wherever we go. My poor husband is Jim. He can't take me anywhere. You go to the drive or the dry cleaners, and there's a lady with a cast. Well, hello. That's like a great big target. You know, we go camping, and I'm in the bait store prophesying. And that's a lifestyle. That's what this is about. It's a shift. It's an upgrade. It's who we are as the body of Christ. He left us in charge. He didn't just leave us to keep the seats warm in the pew. He left us in charge. We're not citizens of earth. My ID card said citizen of heaven. Thank you, Jesus. So um, please feel free to risk it. Go over the, uh, uh, Kevin Dedman talks about the chicken line and fire starters. Go over the chicken line. Here it is, right here. Go over it. It's fun. It's, abs it's, it's the funnest thing. Even if you miss it, even I've done that once or twice. <laughs> you know, I go shopping with my daughter, and she's like, oh, I don't know her. I don't know her. I don't know her. And, you know, I've missed it. And that's okay, because you can still, even if you miss it, you're not really going to miss it, because you can love on somebody, and you can bless them. And that's a win for the kingdom. That's a win for who you are. So, um, yeah, this is a paradigm shift uh, for a lot of people. Um, and it's, it's a new way of thinking about who you are, who you are, what you're doing here, where you're going. This, this, is, this is who God says we are. And we're, I'm going to talk about that a little bit. Um, back to the foundational stuff. 
You know, if you got one of these, bring it. Because you, we might do activations, we might be doing words of knowledge, we might be prophesying, you might get a burning thing in your heart that's in Mark 11. And where's your Bible? It's at home on your coffee table. Bring it. Bring your Bible. Bring something to write with, even if it's your kid's crayons. Bring a journal. This would be fun to journal what we're doing here. So always, always bring something to write with, something to write on, and bring your Bible. Just studying up for this class, I found a whole bunch of good stuff in there. I just said that Jim's like, she was gone for days. I made a huge mess. That's how I study. I just have papers everywhere. This is filled about who we are, whose we are, who God is. So, and, okay, back to the Holy Spirit. I need, to, I need to stay on track. So, testimonies. This is so important. And I'm going to ask you, Pastor Jeff unleashed all the gifts of the Spirit last week. There was the woohoos and the word people and the seeing people. Is everybody here? Was anybody that missed that? Because you need to get it online. You can get it online. Just go, go to the website and, and track it down. But what I want to know, did anybody get something from that? Do we have a testimony from that? Were you stretched? Were you surprised? Could you do something you couldn't do before? I want to hear it. Come on. Somebody raise their hand and be brave. Jump off that Jump off the cliff. Oh, yes, thank you. Here, let me get a mic. I don't think so. I don't know. Hello, hello. There you go. Thank you. Okay, we'll do it over here. Anyway, I'm Phil. I've had many since I've been at The Rock, but last night I had another great one. And has anybody read Lee Strobel's books about the case for faith, a case for the creator, a case for Easter? They're incredible books. He, he was originally was an atheist, and he was an attorney on top of that. And he, for sure, he thought he was right. And he interviewed everybody all over the country. He flew internationally. So I just finished the case for faith last night, and it was right at the end. And there was a quote, and I cannot remember if it was scripture, but it said, I am a believer, but help me with my unbelief. And that means so much when you're trying to figure a lot of things out. But then... They were talking about a gang member in Chicago. That's where I'm from. I grew up there. I saw all this and the crooked judges and everything else. And there's a story about that in there. But the best one, they went back on the perception of this gang member, and he was really a bad guy. And there was warrants out for his arrest. But he found Jesus, and he moved out to California. And no one knew where he was except for the people and Lee Strobel. So he went out and saw him. And the question he asked him, he said, why did you change dramatically from such a nasty, mean person? I mean, murder, everything. And he goes, and Lee Strobel lists like 10 different items, the scripture, the book, your, your mentor, your pastor. He said, no, it was Jesus. That's all it was. Amen. And when I read that, I read it again, I was on fire for 10 minutes. And everybody that has felt the Holy Spirit knows what that means. And then I got a call to pray for a friend of mine that's going to pass. He's got one more test to be an official rescue saver Coast Guard. It's called an AST. And they had a big test today to save six people. I prayed for the whole team. It was one of the best prayers I think I had. It was like 20 minutes. And right towards the end, the Holy Spirit blessed that prayer. And that feeling, it's, it's better than anything else. I, I hope I get it every day. And everybody says, I want to dwell. I want to, and you do have to take time. I've learned so much from being here. And this is kind of funny. Some people know me, but I call it WW. I work at my house, and every morning after I have some coffee and do a little stretching, get a couple things done, I go in my basement and work out for a half hour, 40 minutes. I pray. I cry. I, I cry out to God. I sing to him. I laugh. I've even got some spiritual tongue from it. It's amazing. Even JR said that, that that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> so all I'm telling you, if, if you have not experienced the Holy Spirit, it is the most wonderful thing. It is a gift from God, and, and, and I just love it. 
I, I hope I don't go a day without it. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Good jumping right off the cliff. Thank you, Phil. So um, we're going to be, anybody else? Come on up, sweetie. So I'm Helen Ratana, and um, it's, you're, you're going to find this really funny. You're going to find it funny. Um, so I'm trying to, like, find, like, a part-time job or just something to fill some time. And so I interviewed at a preschool, and everything was great, and hired me. But there was something off about my partner that I was going to be partnering with. And so, huh. Just to clarify. At school, my co-teacher at the school. <laughs> Let me be clear. I couldn't connect with this young person, and I was just like, and I don't know if you guys do know, but I minister to pagans, so I deal with all kinds of people all the time. And I was like, what is, what can I, because she, she's tatted from head to toe, she's pierced, I mean, it's the whole thing. So yesterday, I went for my first day of training, and she had her hair up, and she had demonic symbols tattooed along her neck. And normally I'm like, cool, that's my assignment. But I heard this very loud, no, get through the day and you're done. No. And so, you know, you don't like when the Holy Spirit says no. I'm like, oh man. And he's like, no. And so I got a cluster migraine last night because I was arguing with the Holy Spirit. And uh, <laughs> so, probably not. So this morning, I, you know, I told my husband at 2 o'clock in the morning, I can't go back to the school, blah, blah, blah. And, he, and so I wrote a really nice letter, thank you very much, but this is not a fit for me. 10 o'clock this morning, I'm looking for something for like 9 to 3, temporary, because we travel a lot. That pays decently, that's close to the house. I get a phone call from my temp agency. Yes, 9 to 3, Monday through Friday, $14 an hour. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Answer to prayer. Thank you. How's your, how's your head? Praise God. Another testimony. There you go. All right. Any more? You want to stand? Thank you. So my name's Jack. And after last week, I kind of decided to stretch myself. And God said, you know, there's a lot of people at work you could talk to. And there's people at work that I don't want to talk to, no matter what it is. But um, So anyways, so I've been working on that, but my kids, I've been trying to encourage them to do the same things, and they're really good at it, but um, our dog ran away one day last week, and um, it does it all the time, so it's not really that big a deal. He comes back. but So we're out looking for him, and my eight-year-old goes, Dad, Dad, stop, stop. Let's pray, right? And I'm like, oh, he's getting yeah. it. And we pray, and then Two minutes later, the dog runs around the corner and comes home, right? And so, yeah. so that was really cool to see, you know, and to see them activating it. And then my four-year-old, I said, hey, Brady, do you ever see angels? And once I'm tucking him in one night, and he goes, yeah, Dad, there, it stands right there every night. And then there's one over here mm -hmm. and describes them, right, to a T. And then he says, and I saw Jesus when I got up to pee in the middle of the night is what he said. <laughs> And, and I, you know, so it was really cool to kind of, like, activate them and get them thinking about it. Um, and then last night, I had my three younger boys at Costco, and God's like, you need to go tell this family something. You know, that's just this awkward, you know, I'm just trying to eat my berries on Sunday. And uh, um, so, you know, you second-guess yourself, and you go, is this God? Is this me? You know, all those things. And so I said, boys, let's pray. I think God has a word for these people. And tell me what you get. And so they all start praying, and they're four, six, and eight. And um, uh, my eight-year-old, he goes, yeah, Dad, this, this, is this, identical to what God gave me. And so it was really cool to kind of, you know, you get that confirmation, a little bit more encouragement. So like you said, don't be afraid to get it wrong and stretch yourself. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. And confirmation's always nice. <laughs> so my son has transitioned from being on staff at the International House of Prayer to full-time ministry to Muslims. 
and he has to raise all of his own support. He has four small boys, and so that has been kind of a struggle. And so we prayed right, right before Christmas that God was going to break in and just bring great provision. We were actually thanking the Lord for his provision. We were actually thanking him for what he was going to do. We were expecting miracles. So his roof got a leak. And his wall caved in. And at first, the insurance company's like, no, this isn't covered. But the guy that sold him the insurance is from IHOP. And he went to bat for Ryan. And they got adjusters out there. And they said, OK, we'll cover the roof. But he had a really large deductible. And so next thing he knows, there's these guys on the roof, the owner of the company. And they're tearing the roof off. And he's like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Like, I don't know if I can pay for this. I, it's like $1,000 I'm going to have to pay. And the guy gets down off the roof, and he says, Ryan, God told us to come out here. This is a gift from God. You keep every dime of that insurance money. Okay. So if you need the Holy Spirit in your life, or if you need a new roof, or you need a job, or you need headaches, um, healed, or you need to find your dog, you got a testimony here that you can grab hold of and say, God, do it again. When I was healed of, of MS nine and a half years ago, the night before, there was a lady with Randy Clark in the gym who had horrible MS, was stuck in some sort of weird wheelchair contraption thing and she somebody came and got me to 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 watch and it, I feel like that was like key of what happened with me I saw her walk from one end of the gym to the other and it was the very next day that I was healed there's the power of the testimony by the blood of the lamb and the word of the testimony they overcome so if you need a good testimony we had a few here tonight, and we're going to start off every class with the testimony. So hopefully that, got, that brought you some faith. Holy Spirit, we were, we were stuck in some, we, we were coming back from YWAM, JR, and it's some terrible blizzard thing. And we were praying the Holy Spirit the whole way. And there was, there was, semis jackknifing and people rolling off into the field. Yeah, you were there. So it was a Holy Spirit trip. So if you were stuck in a blizzard, there you go. Okay. Um, one, one last little foundational thing. As we're going to be ministering to each other and, and jumping off that cliff, please put your, your, your filters on. And what I mean is, if you're going to say something to somebody, if you're going to pray for somebody or give them a word of knowledge or prophesy, please don't tell them they're from the pit of hell and they're, they're surrounded with demons. And, you know, we want to put our filters on. Make it something you would want to hear. Just simple as that. Just make it something that you would appreciate, something that would encourage you. Because we're here to encourage one another. And, that, and I just want to make sure everybody understands that. So, tonight, we're going to be talking about God, Jesus, Holy Spirit, who you are. And then we're going to do some activations. So, this is what I found in that, that book. Everything about God is good. God is light, and in him there is no darkness at all. God doesn't have a mean streak. He doesn't even have a bad side. He doesn't have any character flaws. He's perfect. He's not waiting for you to mess up. He's not waiting to get angry at you. He's not waiting to see if you're going to do something wrong so he can be there to just condemn you and, and tell you how bad you are. No, he's there for you to give you grace and to bring healing into those places. So a lot of people have this um, image of who Father God is. And a lot of times we, we carry lies about that. 
uh, who he is. And, and, uh, but the thing is, this whole Bible says how much he loves you. He loves you so much. He gave us his only begotten son. I love y'all lots, but you know what? I'm not giving you my son. And you probably wouldn't give me your son. But that's God's love. That's God's love. That's how much he loves you. Um, on that same note, um, sometimes, though, bad things happen to good people. And then we're like angry at God, blaming God, like, God, why didn't you save me? Why didn't you save them? Why didn't you stop this? What were you thinking? You're my God. You love me. Why didn't you prevent this? And he gets the rap for, bad rap for a lot of things. So I know there's a lot of good people. I'm looking at a lot of good people. And I know some of your stories. And I know some bad things have happened to you. If it was bad, it wasn't God. If it was bad, it was Satan, your adversary. If you have something good in your life, who's that? That's God. And God wants to bring all kinds of good things. Even when bad things happen, God can turn the tables on that. God can bring something good out of that. He, he can, he can, he's just a miracle worker, that God. Uh, so he can, he can um, bring good out of the worst case scenario. Um, he can take all our mistakes and he can even turn them into a blessing because of his grace, because of his mercy. He can use it all. Sometimes our mistakes and our, and our worst things are the juiciest stuff that he can work with. I know that's true in my life. I mean, it wasn't that long ago I was down in the sand dunes trying to wave down UFOs. <laughs> oh, yes. And I had people following me out there. And, and <laughs> you know, 1 a.m., okay. I think they're blinking back, don't you think? Was that a blink? I come a ways from there. I came to the party late, but hey, I got here. And so did you. Yay, praise God. So on that note, God is in a good mood. And he laughs with me at some of the things I did. I mean, who gets on the plane and just heads for Egypt? Yeah, anyway, there's some stories there. So um, uh, God is in a good mood. The Father is happy. Uh, it says that the one in the throne is in heaven laughs. Jesus is happy. Jesus was full of joy through the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is happy because it says, in the fullness of joy, pleasures forevermore. God is always in a good mood. He dances over you. He sings over you. He's not affected by your circumstances. He's not affected by what's, where you messed up, what's going on. Um, I have a picture, Tim. Joy, I have a picture. Some of you have probably seen this. I love this picture because he's not all with the stuff, and he's laughing. Jesus and Holy Spirit are actually a lot of fun to hang out with. So um, I love this picture. This is one I have sort of etched in my, my brain. So God is, think of this. He's thinking good thoughts about you. How could he not be thinking good thoughts about you? God is love. And if you're in love, you know what that's like. You are in a good mood and you are thinking good thoughts. He's, he wants to bring you, he has a future, a plan, and a hope for you. Um, taste and see that the Lord is good. The Lord has done great things for us. And we are filled with joy. We are his masterpiece. And that takes me to what does God say about you? So you're not of this world. You are saints. I know you are. You might not always look it and act it, but I know because he tells me you're saints. God loves us. He's chosen us. 
And I, I certainly believe that because out of the sand dunes and the Nile and swimming with the dolphins, he still, he still had a place for me in the kingdom. So I believe he does choose us. We have the mind of Christ. I don't need that, do I? <laughs> really blast you. Um, we are chosen, holy, and blameless before God. We are friends of Jesus. We are no longer a slave, but a child and an heir. We have been blessed with every spiritual blessing and have the heavenly places. We've been accepted by Christ. Hallelujah. We are seated with him in heavenly places at his right hand. He says we are his children and that we are children of light and that he is the father of light. And in the light, ha, darkness. Just like what you were saying, it was illegal for that. That was migraines, those headaches to come on people because that darkness can't touch the children of light. So... When that comes on you, you tell it it's illegal. You have authority over it. You tell it where to go, and you bring in the healing because it was purchased for you 2,000 years ago. Don't be hoodwinked anymore. So we have boldness and confidence. Hallelujah. Um, and we have been sealed with the Holy Spirit. Our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit that dwells within us. We are joined to the Lord in one spirit with him. So, who is the Holy Spirit? He's holy. He's God. Holy Spirit isn't some whimsical, vapor, woo-woo. He's a person. And he loves you, and he wants a relationship with you. And that's what we're going to work on tonight, is that relationship. So, um, you know, I work with a lot of people, um, sometimes trying to define what the Holy Spirit is. And it's not a ghost, even though it's called the Holy Ghost. It's not a ghost. It's not like some sparkly, twinkly thing over in the corner. Although it could be, I guess. But... It's a person that you can come to. And that person resides in you. When you accepted Jesus Christ, Holy Spirit came to live within you. So, um, yeah, Holy Spirit's not a fog. Um, and uh, it's not some sort of, like, power. Like, call on the Holy Spirit for the power. Well, there's power there, but it's not like the power station where you just turn him on and off. He's right here, and it's about the relationship. The purpose for the Holy Spirit is to lead us and guide us, help us to grow, find our dogs, find a job, heal us. Uh, he's our counselor. He is there to empower us. When we're at our weakest, that's when the Holy Spirit can take off. You think you're weak? Call on the Holy Spirit. That's when you're going to excel. That's when you're really going to take off. So weakness is okay. If you're weak, you're in the right place. Um, out of the Holy Spirit come the gifts of the Spirit. All nine, or maybe there's a few more out there. I'm not sure. You touched on that last week. Out of the Holy Spirit come the nine gifts. Out of the Holy Spirit come the fruit of the Spirit. Let's see if I can do this under pressure. Love, peace, joy, goodness, kindness, faithfulness, gentleness, long-suffering, self-control. Um, uh-uh. <laughs> I jumped off the cliff once. <laughs> so, um, so, so out of that, this is the fun part of being in the kingdom is the Holy Spirit. To walk in the fruit, to walk in the gifts, to jump off the cliff and see what happens. To bring healing, to bring wholeness, to bring deliverance, to save people. You know what? Come downtown with me the fourth Saturday of the month. You can pray and prophesy. Nobody will remember you next month. 
You can take a risk. <laughs> All kinds of things. I prayed for a person that was just drunk out of his mind. God sobered him up like that. There was a lady with a great big thing here, big thing, gone. We've seen limbs grow out. We've seen people get houses where they weren't even on a list. They didn't have any leads. And we pray, and God just opened the door. So to me, it's great fun to go downtown. I go to the deepest, darkest hole I can find, and I go pray. I've talked to people about UFOs. It's like, no big deal. You've been out talking to the Martians. I get that. You can talk to me. and We can pray about it. So um, come downtown. Does everybody know who Heidi Baker is? Just an amazing woman of God. She, yeah, Heidi Baker. She's, she's, she's a missionary. She walks in miracles. We had her here once, and she promptly came out and just fell under the spirit. So my kind of lady. Um, but she started off going to the Alzheimer's unit. So she would go in and she would pray and prophesy for people. They wouldn't have a clue who she was the next day. It was a safe place. If you need a safe place, not a lot of risk involved with that, but it's a starting place. So if you need a starting place, come downtown with me for a Saturday of the month. We, you, go, you can just jump off that cliff and God will catch you. That's an amazing thing. He catches you. You actually learn to fly that way. It's like, just keep jumping because you fly. Keep jumping and you're flying. You never land. You never crash. You never fall. He's got a way for you. Um, oh, he sent us the helper that abides with us forever to dwell with us. He did not leave us orphans. There's a lot of orphans in the world, but he came to, to bring us the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is our teacher, our advisor, our encourager, and our strength. He helps us when we're weak. He intercedes for us. Thank you. The Spirit makes us free from the law of sin and death. Where the Spirit is, there's freedom. Hallelujah. So, now down to it. We need a relationship. We need a relationship with this guy. This is what changes us from just sitting there to moving outside the church because there's a passion, Holy Spirit fire, Holy Spirit fire. You were talking about that. Can you just feel it rise up in you? And it's like you want to feel it more. You think you're hungry, you feel it, and you get more hungry. You get thirsty, you get more thirsty, more thirsty. You know what I mean. But it, it's a, it's a never-ending passion. For him. Now to get into his presence, I've taught a few classes, and I've dealt with a few people, and they have a checklist. Okay, I need to light a candle. I need to read three chapters out of the gospel. I need to um, put on four worship songs, and then I'm going to sit here, and the Holy Spirit will come. You know what? You don't need a checklist. He's not some far off heavenly place. He's right here. He's just, if you can find your nose, you can find him. He's right there. He never leaves us. He never forsakes us. This is the thing that God gives us when you're burnt out, when you're exhausted, where you don't know where to go, when you've got a problem. When things are turned upside down, this is when you need to go to the presence. Now, to get into the presence, some people call it a doorway. And they think about the character of God, an attribute. There's lots of them filled with it. 
mercy, grace, healing, joy. You think about that attribute. For me, it's grace. I think about his grace, and it's enormous. It's overwhelming. Before I know it, I'm right there with him. It is the doorway because I'm thinking about him. I'm turning, not doing it up here. I'm here. I'm turning my affection to him. I'm turning my attention to him. I'm giving him that time and that space. That's a doorway. Do you have a doorway? Have you thought about a doorway? Have you thought about any of the attributes of God? Do you know you can access that? Just like that. You don't have to go through a checklist. You don't have to put on worship music. He's with you 24-7. I, had a, I don't know if this has to do with this, but I had a really interesting little trip on the way here. I even took a picture of it, which probably was trying to drive and take a picture. Don't tell. I wasn't texting. But... <laughs> um, and I can show you if you want. But it says, um, you know, God was all around me. I'm praying on the way here. You know, you, you're doing something like this. You're praying. So the license plate in front of me says, believing in God. The, the car next to that one says, lippy girl. I'm like, all right. I got lips. You use them. I'm a believer in God. He's talking to you all the time. He doesn't have to um, send you a special messenger. He doesn't have to send you an angel. He's talking to you 24-7, 24-7. And that's what the relationship is about. He wants to communicate with you. Do you give him, now that once you get into your doorway and his presence, don't fill it up with all your stuff. He knows what's going on with you better than you do. Listen. Listen. It could be the license plate that just went by. It could be anything. He uses all five senses. I've smelled weird things that really weren't there and prophesied. Now, it was word of knowledge over people, and it's like, I'm not going to go there. Anyway, <laughs> that's a long story. Um, but he will use all five senses. So you can see, you can hear, you can taste, you can smell. You might get impressions. You might have a fleeting thought. And that's him. And you know what? The weirdest thing, sometimes you don't hear this, this is God. I'm talking to you now. It might just sound like your own voice. And you, that's where your discernment comes in, learning to discern that, listening to that voice, trusting it. I trust the Holy Spirit to pick out my clothes. I trust the, I truly do. I take the Holy Spirit shopping, and I ask them what to wear tonight. This was it. Good, bad, or ugly, this was Holy Spirit. I asked him what to eat. I asked him for, for directions. <laughs> try it. It's fun. You'll never know where you might end up if you don't try it. You might end up right where you need to be at the right time. So this is my little, we're going to do two little activations. So. Those of you who are willing to trust me a little bit, I'm going to ask you to just sit back, relax, and close your eyes. Take a load off. And now I want you to think about what that attribute of God is for you. What part of his character moves you?
turn your affection, turn your attention to him. Be willing to feel his presence. Let his Holy Spirit sweep over you. Ask him to fill you up. All those dry places, all those hurt places, let him touch it with his Holy Spirit. Fill those dry creek beds. Anybody feel anything? Raise your hand if you felt something. One person. <laughs> Two. Three. Okay. Okay. I see you. I see you. Don't be afraid. Now try this at home. Okay. When you try this at home... I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it while you're driving, but okay, I won't go there either. Um, this is the place where you can get ministered to. If you have a trouble, if you are, if you're feeling hopeless or helpless or, or uh, you have ache or pain, this is the place to go. First up, go here. This is the person who wants to bring you healing, wants to bring you peace, wants to bring you restoration, wants to bring you rest. If you can rest in this place, that's a tool, that's a, that's a weapon against the enemy because Satan can't touch rest. Learn to rest in him. Write down some of the stuff that you got, whether you got a picture or a word or just feelings. But remember to just focus on him. And sometimes our minds might wander. We might start thinking about what we're going to cook for dinner, what we need to get out the store, we need to do the laundry, the kids are yelling. Keep coming back and focus. Well, not with the kids. Go see what the kids are doing. But keep, learn to keep coming back. One way that I learned a long time ago was just to say, Jesus, I love you. Jesus, I love you. Jesus, I love you. And that will take you. Just try that. It, it, that will turn your heart. That will turn your affections. So try that at home. And we'll, we'll see if there's any testimonies. We'll open up next week to see if there's any testimonies. So, let's see. Oh, I'm just looking at the time. So, I need like five volunteers to come up here, please. Who's ready to step over the chicken wing? Nobody? Come on up, friend. Okay. So now we know who the brave people are. Okay. All right. All girls. Thank you, ladies. The ladies. This is probably something we're going to do from time to time in the, in, the, in the kingdom boot camp. We're going to take people, and I'm going to ask you to give them a good word. 
God's in a good mood, and he's thinking good things to, about these ladies, okay? And you hear from God. You just were in his presence. So step out. Ask God what good things are he, is, is he thinking about these ladies, okay? Got it? All right, Miss Miss Helen, what's God thinking about her tonight? Come on. Thank you. Can we turn the mic on? Hello. There we go. So um, I saw this before the church service, and I was just asking the Lord more about it, and like I saw your eyes right here and then I saw like a frozen um, thing of water or whatever it's like frozen and I feel like that uh, the enemy has come against you and you're thinking about something that has gotten you frozen and I feel like the Lord said then I saw like an ice hockey game and I noticed that you know I was thinking about how ice hockey is played on ice but it was the game and I saw his hand come on your hand, and y'all were playing like ice hockey together, and it was very smooth and easy because the breath of the Holy Spirit was the air coming up on that game. And the Holy Spirit is going to help you not be frozen. The Holy Spirit's going to help you. The love of the Father is going to melt away whatever that fear is. That It's almost like it's paralyzed you because it's like your eyes are here and it's right here. And the Lord just wants you to know I'm here for you, sweet daughter. I'm here, and I'm going to guide you through this, whatever fear that is, whatever the enemy's attacking you with. And it's going to be very smooth and beautiful because the breath of the Holy Spirit is just going to guide you and help you through that. Can we pray over you right now? Thank you, Jesus. Father, I pray for Helen right now, and I pray in the name of Jesus, whatever fear has come against her, or if this is something in the future that you're just right now saying, sweetheart, don't be afraid when this comes your way. Father, I just thank you that, Holy Spirit, you breathe on us and you, you cause things to happen in our lives that are like that air coming up in the air hockey game that just cause things to be so, so sweet and smooth and easy. Because your hand guides us and it's on top of our hand. And as we play this game of life with you, we can just watch you cause things to happen. And just as that hockey puck just moves back and forth and back and forth, you cause us to win in life because of what Jesus has already done. So I bless my sister in the name of Jesus, and I pray that any fears that would attack her in life, that she can say, no, my heavenly daddy is guiding me, and he's going to show me exactly where to go and what to do. Holy Spirit, come and breathe on her in Jesus' name. Did that minister to you at all? Come up here. Not everybody's thrilled with what we do all the time. And so sometimes we get very negative reactions from our brothers and sisters when we're out on the road. And so we're kind of in a transition situation at the moment. I was telling my husband, like, we're sitting on the bench at the moment because what you guys are, what we're talking about here, my husband and I actually do. And so we're very excited to be here, but that was a pretty accurate. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Jenny. Abby? So I just saw new vision. The Lord is, is going to come with renewed vision and new vision and new dreams. And get ready to write it down. Have something by your bed. He's going to even visit you in the night seasons. And I see that there was, the enemy was trying to bring some death and some destruction. And the Lord is coming before you as a man of war. I just saw him. Man of war coming and taking the mountains and leveling them. The crooked places and making them straight. He says he's going before you, and the glory is your rear guard. Ooh. 
Good. Good stuff, guys. Okay. I also heard the Lord say that um, that's right on. New level, new beginning. He's going to just take you up higher because of your faithfulness. You and your husband have been very faithful. You can see that. He wants you to know that he's just going to, the Holy Spirit, is, he's going to do something amazing in your life. He wants you to know that. Okay. Good. Okay. Ava, Eva. Let's see if we get a word for you first. And then you have a word for somebody. Okay, does anybody have a good word? Right. Thank you. I had a word before service started. And it, it's been coming to me as we've been sitting in here. And I opened my eyes, and I was almost one of the volunteers up here. And I didn't get up in time. And I'm, I'm, I'm was going back and forth with my eyes. Who is this for? And it stopped on you. I'm sorry, I don't know your name. Eva. Okay. The Lord, the Lord is showing me and telling me that you have dreams. They're not a fairy tale. They're not make-believe. They're from him. And he doesn't want you to give up on them. And he wants you to pursue them. And call things that are not as though they are. And they will become. That's a good word. Thank you. Anybody else? Eva, I know that, uh, I know some things about you. And I know that you minister a lot to your your kids and their friends and but I think that you've really the Lord's really touching your heart and putting desires just to do more and to be more involved and I think that you're making a real decision to um, work within the church to just really be what you need to be to really bless people and and flow in the strengths that you know that you have saw you in a 50s pink poodle dress and um, I felt like the Lord said that it represented an error of higher morality and standard and that you carry that mantle and that mantle will minister to young people especially women I actually wanted to ask, are you a single mother? I've actually been wanting to meet you for a while because I have watched you worship and I just want you first to know the Lord is so pleased with your worship before him. The second um, thing that I wanted to let you know is I saw, do you have a son? saw specifically with your son that God wants to be the father to him that you have been longing for him to have and just as you continue to seek the Lord and go before him know that he is hearing the cry of your heart and he is going to be the father that your son needs to have so just keep your hands open and keep trusting him and he's going to provide everything he needs he'll bring mentors into his life so um just felt like the Lord wanted you to know that he will be the father to your children that, that you've That's wanted great. to have. So all you prophetic people, we have class this Saturday. <laughs> Prayer and prophetic, 9 to 3. That was an open invitation. You had a word for somebody? For the, the couple that's sitting right there, that couple, the men? And the woman? Ask them if they want to receive a word. Would you like to receive a word from the Lord? I heard something specifically for you both, that regardless of your age, you're going to see some really, really great fruit. The Lord is doing something really special in your all's life, like in your relationship. And just because of your age, it doesn't mean nothing to him. 
age doesn't matter to God, and you guys are going to see a lot of fruit. You guys have been waiting for a harvest, and you're going to receive it. Okay, guys. Let's move on to Stephanie. Anybody got a good word for Stephanie? Hi, Stephanie. Um, the first thing I, I got that I was just writing down and just sitting on is mantle of purity, that there is a mantle of purity that rests upon you from the Lord, um, and innocence, uh, childlike faith and joy. And I saw daisies, and you know when, especially little girls, you know how they pick the daisy petals, he loves me, he loves me not, he loves me, he loves me not. Well, the Father says he loves you. <laughs> and um, the last thing is, I also was getting crystal clear clarity I think if, if there's anything you're praying about, the Holy Spirit's letting you know that crystal clear clarity is coming with those answers that you need. So God bless you. Good word. Thank you. Hey. <laughs> um, I had this very clear... Um, picture even as you're standing there right now. Um, little weird visual, but your mouth is on fire. Um, God has anointed you not just to write, but to speak. And sorry, I don't, he's not saying anything yet. <laughs> um, Is that a fear of yours? Pretty big one. The big one. He knows that. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I think he's been using your writing to train you to gather your words so that you can speak them. So don't stop writing but don't let that be the end of it because you're supposed to speak. And the words that you speak are going to um, I see multiplication of generations because you prevent their suicide. That's all I got. Oh, that's <laughs> just that. And you got something. You got something similar. This is what the body's a lot about ministering to each other. I don't know if I've talked to you before. I think I have. So I think I've told you before that he's pulling your voice forward. Your voice is the fire that she's seeing. It's coming forward. You have an awesome, awesome testimony that people need to hear. She has a great story. Yeah. So she walks in miraculously. Okay, and so what she's saying is absolutely true because if other people had to walk what you've had to walk through, they wouldn't be here. So he is pulling that story out of you. Amen. Amen. That's good. That's good. All right. How about Miss Joy? We've got, who's got a good word for Joy? Oh. Thank you. So, Joy, um, well, first of all, when we were asking about the attribute of God that really moved us, um, it was the attention to detail that he has for each one of us that immediately popped into my head, and I was kind of overwhelmed with the fact that even right now he knows how many hairs are on JR's head. That's easy, though. <laughs> but... That's between God but, and JR. <laughs> <laughs> but specifically, um, and then when you went up there, I said, God, is that, is that word for anyone here? And I really became really powerful that he wants you to know that every detail of your life he knows, he's interested in, and he's so, so proud of you. He's overwhelmingly in love with you. So... He knows your faithfulness to even be here every night. I have a feeling that it's, is it challenging for you to get here on 
Okay. So he knows that, and he is so, so blessed by the fact that you show up and you jump into the game full force. Okay. Do you mind if I pray for you? Can I pray for you? Yes. Maybe everybody could extend a hand. Pray for this. So, Father God, in Jesus' name, we stand here in agreement and we give you thanks for this one, your beautiful daughter. And I ask you, God, that this night, this day be a, a, a game changer for Joy. That this be a pinnacle evening in her life. Where, she draw, where you draw closer to her because of her faithfulness and drawing closer to you. So, Father God, right now I ask that you would bless her from the top of her head to the bottom of her feet and that you would overwhelm her with how much you love her and that she would know that you know everything, every secret, you've caught every tear. And that he's overwhelmingly in love with you. So, Father God, I ask that you would bless her. Let the floodgates of heaven open over her and guide her for all the days of her life. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Look at that smile. Oh, we love you, Joy. Anybody else for Joy? As he was praying, I just saw I saw a picture of you in heaven, and you were you were dressed like a queen. You had a beautiful crown on your head, and there were just jewels everywhere surrounding you. Um, and God was just so pleased with you, and um, you were part of you were part of His royal family, basically. I see ya. I'm coming. Joy, I feel like um, maybe you worry that you haven't done what you're supposed to do for God or that um, all of these promises haven't come true or you're not doing all of the things that you're supposed to. And he wants you to know that regardless of your age, he still has plans for you and they're big. But there's a big legacy that you leave. Besides what you're going to do, your legacy goes out. Your legacy from your prayers and the things that you've sown into other people's lives go farther than you can imagine. And they're like ripples that just So you leave a grand legacy, and he wants you to know that. I can see that. One of my fellow woo-woos. The woo-woo department. Hi, Joy. <laughs> I love you, darling. Um, I've known you for a very long time, since I was very young. Um, but just seeing you the other day, I had a word come to me, and then it just came even stronger right now, that you are making a great impact right where you are, in your community, with the kids, with everyone you come in contact with. And your name alone says it, that you are joy, and you are God's joy. You are his fruit of the Spirit, and he wants you to know that you're doing that right now. So building on what these wonderful people are saying you are living a legacy all the time. And you have treasures in heaven. Beautiful. What a beautiful lady. Let's, let's switch to Michelle because we're sort of running low on time. Guys, this is Michelle. Who's got a good word for Michelle? Now, just on the other side of the room. <laughs> Corey. I just, um, whoa. Uh, 
I um, was just getting a picture of you. Um, I just heard the word sword thrower and that God in this time, like you've always um, spoken his word and with authority, but in this time, it's going to come to higher levels with you speaking his word and uh, it's just the force, the authority that he's going to give you is a next level. And uh, but this time is like you're, I just heard the words like putting stakes in the ground, like right now that you're establishing some new things that are like at another level, like a deeper level in your life. And you're going to help other people do that too. He's going to honor you like I see over you, honor, you know, because you love so much people, Michelle, and you make a great impact wherever you go, and that's what I see over you is honor. And for you honoring other people, God's going to honor you. Thank you. Michelle. Michelle. <laughs> that was... You exude hope. I just see hope, like it's from the inside out, just hope, daughter of hope. I just see hope all over you. Um, and I love this definition of hope. It is um, hope is an expectation of God's goodness. And I just see you as a daughter of hope. You're very hopeful. And God wants you to know that his hope, the hope you place in him, will not disappoint. So God bless you. Thank and keep on hoping, because God's working everything out on your behalf. And it's contagious. Your hope is contagious. Guys, we better end it there. Um, don't know about the worship team. We're sort of 8.32. Um, we'll go ahead and end it there. So for the next week, be practicing his presence. Look for that. Go to that place. Um, where that doorway is uh, for you, that attribute of God, and, and, and practice it and step across that chicken line. I want testimonies next week of how you stepped out and you had a good word, even if it was a smile for somebody, because that changes the atmosphere, that changes the whole game. So I thank you all. Um, be prepared for testimonies. Keep practicing the presence. Man, I love you. You guys have been so good to me tonight. I just bless you. Jesus kisses all week. In Jesus' name, amen. <laughs>